Welcome to the Ryan Holt Show. On this show, you can expect the latest, the greatest, and the best curated content on business, marketing, automotive, and lifestyle. Sit back, put in your earplugs, and let's enjoy the ride. Now, as always, I want to make sure you get the best in content that will help you monster your goals, both personally and professionally. I want to keep this conversation going, so please check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at RyanHoltz1. And then go over to Facebook.com forward slash RyanHoltz Marketing, and we can chat there too. I also want you to visit www.ryanholtz.ca as this will be where I put my almighty beloved show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am proud to bring you the Ryan Holtz Show. Let the beat drop and enjoy. Episode 11 of the Ryan Holtz Show podcast is happening right now. Uh, The title of this episode is going to be Stop marketing and start loving people. Humanity is the sales pitch, quote unquote. And I always say the best sales pitch is the one you never see. And in today's world, man, does that ever mean, you know, going the distance, playing the long game, thinking about the binary components of how a human brain is made up, how their soul's made up, how their needs and wants are made up. Um, I mean, there's so many things that go into that statement. Um, and you know, since we, uh, have chat last chatted or we've spent some time together since episode 10, which I want to say has been an absolute banger, uh, most listened to episode. Uh, there is so many good, there's so many good things in that episode. Um, and the feedback has been amazing. So, uh, episode 11, uh, I really want to take the first couple minutes to, uh, send some love back out to some of the listeners. So I've had, uh, I'm not even joking when I say I've had hundreds of messages, texts, uh, contact form fill-outs through my website, Instagram messages, Snapchats, Twitter messages. Um, and it's interesting, you know, people are kind of doing the DM, just kind of sending me, you know, what their thoughts are. And and uh, some people are actually, you know, sharing quite intimate stories and whatnot. And I really appreciate you. So um, I'm going to start off with a little bit of Ryan Holt Show podcast love. All right. So first shout out goes to uh, Jody. Nina, uh, her uh, Instagram handle is at J-O-D-Y-N-I-N-A-H. Um, and she just said, hey, li- just listen to podcast episode nine. So good, so good. I would have loved to hear more about why grandma wants people to button up. And I died laughing about how the feet thing stirred up a ruckus with your peeps. So thanks so much, Jody. Next uh, little shout out goes to uh, Jess and the photo. So I believe their username is J E S A N D Y P H O T O. Um, but if I'm butchering some of these usernames, my apologies, but you know who you are. He writes, Episode 10, yeehaw, brother. Potty health, potty mouth, man. Haha. All serious though, your podcast is coming on at, at the exact time we're looking at hitting the blog more. YouTube and podcasting between your show and Pat Flynn. All I do is listen to podcasts, baby. LOL. Cheers to you and your family. Have a great evening. Thanks so much. Uh, another shout out goes to the fashionista queen in Edmonton, Linz O'Ely, L-I-N-S-O-E-L-E on Instagram. She said, one of my rituals is getting cozy and, ab- and absorbing some marketing wisdom from my good friend at Ryan Holtz One and his newest, the Ryan Holtz Show podcast. This week, he and his guests are talking about marketing strategies, the ever-transforming interface on social media apps, etc., etc. Simi Pander, 
at S-I-M-I-P-A-N-D-H-E-R. Simi Pander is practicing law in San Francisco. Not practicing, I should say. She's uh, uh, studying law. And uh, she is from uh, YEG here. And uh, she sent a cool little picture and uh, gave a little caption. Uh, and she basically said, uh, uh, love your podcast, episode three, being great or acting great. And I've never met Simi in real life, but she seems super, super cool. So shout out to you, Simi. Uh, so yeah, that's that's just a few. And I'm going to kind of start off, you know, maybe some of the future shows by giving some uh, some love back out. And, you know, hey, it's, it, it is what it is, you know. Reciprocity makes the world go round. And uh, what more can you say? So back to the subject at hand. What I mean by, you know, stop marketing and start loving people is, man, you know, humanity is the sales pitch. It, it, I, I don't know. I, it's so crazy. I have, I have a love-hate relationship with some marketers and, and, and other marketers. And, you know, there's really, really great marketers. And, you know, the Gary V's and the Casey Neistat's and the... Um, Seth Godin's and the Malcolm Gladwell's. I mean, these guys are, they're, they're saying it straight up. Um, but a lot of these other, uh, you know, knuckleheads, they're making this stuff so complicated. They're using all these fancy terms, inbound, outbound, downbound, you know, lead through, lead through, lead through, all these fancy terms. And it's just so annoying. And at the end of the day, and I've been saying this for years, marketing is simple. If you meet somebody that says marketing is complicated, sorry, run the other way. It's really simple. Uh, your customer or client needs your product or service, and you need to figure out how they best like to communicate and how your product or service can bring value to their lives. And then you have to be strategic to place that nice little message to them at the right time when they're actually in the market for your product or service. The end. Now, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, uh, YouTube, uh, Instagram, all these social media platforms have given us completely free tools um, to really go out for the first time ever and say hi. Um, even when you look at Google search or YouTube pre-roll video marketing, I really like I really love those you know those mediums and you know those mediums are extremely powerful. Um, but my only knock on them is that you know I still can't say hi to my customer whereas, when somebody, you know, shoots me a DM on Facebook or or Instagram and says, hi, Ryan, how are you? I mean, I literally can now respond back to my potential customer or client. I think that's great. Um, so I think my suggestion to everybody is, uh, you know, when you're in business, uh, I think you really got to look at the long game. And I think why a lot of people are marketing really hard and selling really hard is that, they got product, uh, they got a lot of money invested in their business. Um, and you know, they're feeling financial pressure to perform and make sales because, you know, every time, you know, God forbid you took out a loan from the bank, but every time that month end strikes, I mean, you're paying interest on that loan. So, you know, whatever you're grossing is great, but you know, whatever you're netting, I mean, that's, that's what we're all about. Um, because, you know, we got to make sure that the margins are a little bit more favorable, Obviously, in retail, things like that, the margins are, are very different. Luxury brands have a, a much higher uh, margin, you know, just because the markup is going there because, you know, people are willing to pay. But if you're somebody that's selling a, I don't know, a pen, <laughs> I mean, your margins aren't the best. I mean, you know, let's get those masks ordered from China, right? So um, I think where I'm going to go with this show 
is paint a little bit of context. And I'm going to kind of get into my story a little bit. Um, I recently, you know, I do speak at, at, at a ton of schools, but I did speak recently at a, a local junior high. And it really, really uh, impacted me. I, 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 I kind of walked away from it feeling um, extremely heartfelt, you know, and I know we always say that the goal and, and work for your last name, not your first name, and, and put, put the higher goal before yourself. And I really live by that. But there's always moments that it just, you know, it, it, there's these humbling moments in life. And it, it literally sets me back to just pure humility. Um, so leading up into, you know, feeling no pressure when you're starting a business so that you don't have to feel this constant craziness to make sales you know, and take your time, you know, <laughs> romancing the relationship a bit. If we go back to my story, my story, you know, it, it really impacted me at 13, you know, with the loss of my mom. My mom was a single mom. And man, I'm telling you, if you want something to knock you in the mouth and, and just knock you down, uh, lose a parent when you're 13 years old. And when it's a single parent, it's both your parents. Uh, but what it, what it allowed me to do, and I said the same thing in the talk at this junior high, is it made me feel extremely comfortable in uncomfortable situations. Uh, I ain't fancy. I like nice stuff, but I'm not fancy. I mean, when it, when push gets to, gets to shove and we're going into the dirt and getting murky, I mean, that's where I, that's where I, I I'm kind of like a virus that way. That's where I do well. I excel well in the dirt. I mean, my back's up against the wall. Honestly, it's sexy. It's really freaking sexy to me. I'm like, oh, you want to challenge me? You want to put back me up against the wall? <sighs> I think I just got turned on. And I find that in talking to a lot of people, they don't have that button. Sometimes they get, you know, they feel really uncomfortable. And neither is right or wrong, but I think you really got to be, you know, self-aware and look at yourself and say, where is my whole path taking me? Where is the journey taking me? Um, you know, that kind of led you to the point of saying, hey, I want to open up my own business or I'm you know, want to add a, a different layer to my business or I want to grow my business or I want to take my business to the next level. And I think that a lot of that starts way before you even open up your business. I think it starts with the path on how you even got to that point. So long story short, and I'll talk more about this as episodes go on and podcasts go on and things like that, because it's a long story. But I think a lot of people are have been in the situation I've been in and they've been in a lot worse uh, starting out. Um, but you know, long story short, you know, wow. I mean, I created a great life. I love my life. I have a great family. I've created a great business materialistic wise, you know, to be quite honest with you, anything I want, uh, that doesn't feed any purpose whatsoever for me. Um, but you know, I've created a life where it's mine and I control it. And I literally have created a life that I don't need to vacation from. Uh, I'm not looking forward to retirement at all. I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, grinding every day, having fun, enjoying life, you know, having a good balance between work and business, uh, sorry, work, business and personal. Uh, so I ain't looking forward to retirement. I'm looking forward to, uh, to just growing, you know, every single day. So um, maybe you guys can take something uh, from that. But what it t taught me to be going into business was money is the root of everything. And I'm sorry, okay, because you got to pay bills. You got your basic bills, all right? Now, at the end of the day, you know, if you're starting, if you need the internet to operate your business, which I think you do, and you can't pay that internet bill, well, I'm sorry. We got to be practical here. Uh, your business isn't going to be off to a good start. So you got to pay bills, and that's the reality. You got to pay taxes, and you got to pay bills. If you're living and breathing, these are your realities. And that's okay, you know. 
tax pain, right? But before you open that business or you're adding a layer or you're expanding or you're trying to monopolize or you're trying to franchise, make sure your money's right, okay? Ask yourself, do I have enough money in the bank for one year to pay all my bills so that I don't have that pressure when I'm trying to go out and grow my business, establish relationships and do that? And I'll tell you right now, I met people that didn't have a dollar in their bank account and I met people that had more than enough money in their bank account. And when I meet somebody and I sit down with them and they kind of come across that they'd love my business, but they don't really need it. It's sexy. I'll tell you why. It's just like, it makes you want it more. You know, you don't need my business? <sighs> yeah, I don't know about that. Now, when somebody sits down with you and they're like, okay, man, I'm a closer. I, got, I need your business. I need your business. We're going to work hard for your business. I mean, it's like going on a date. You're just like, okay, somebody's desperate. Yeah, that, that's not going to go too well. Yeah, take care. Don't worry. I'll call you. Did you get my digits? No, don't worry. I'll, I'll Facebook you or something. I mean, that's the vibe you're giving, right? So make sure your money is right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that um, it's you being smart saying, you know what, uh, whether that is downsizing your home, whether it's selling off you know, certain things that you don't need, whether it's changing your lifestyle, whether it's changing your car, whatever it takes to minimize your, you know, outward expenses each month, your basic needs. Because then when you have all that and you can wake up every morning knowing that, yo, everything is taken care of on that side, it is game time. Macro, micro, macro, micro, macro, big picture, want to own a business and kill it. Micro, got to get there and enjoy the journey, but I also got to pay, pay bills, pay taxes and do all the small things right. But a lot of people, they never get to the macro because the micro issues, they just start compounding and they just never can get through that into the macro. So going back into my journey, um, you know, very cool story. Uh, I was a class clown. Uh, I was very smart in school, but I always felt like the teachers were trying to teach me something they never did. I still to this day, uh, you know, get really confused when I see a university business professor that's teaching somebody about entrepreneurship and business and they never owned a business. Okay. All right. Now there's something to be said about opening your own business, going through those motions. I mean, I'm sorry, there ain't a textbook for that. They're just that you can read all the textbooks in the world, but you got to go through it. Okay. And it also goes into, into the other aspect, you know, and I think, um, for me, you know, giving advice and doing all these things, I think I really stayed quiet for a lot of years and I didn't really uh, say too much about it because I was busy with my head down, you know, in business doing well. And, you know, instead of, you know, saying headline statements or being a title reader or whatever, you know, it's like learning how to be a practitioner. And I mean, trust me when I tell you, I fell on my head more than, you know, I don't know, thousands of times. That's why my head is, you know, has a curve and it's so damn big and weird because honestly, I've knocked my head against so many things. Um, and have I found the right formula? Absolutely not. I think the right formula has always been me, uh, you know, me working, me figuring it out. But again, Going back into my journey, uh, when I did, uh, you know, lose my mom, and then I went to high school, did really well. Uh, sports was my saving grace. I did very well in sports. 
um, did very well in uh, in football and things like that. And football really propelled me into uh, discipline. It propelled me into life lessons. It propelled me into you know really building a character. And in a lot of ways, my teachers and coaches were really my my parents and 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 were my main source of guidance and a and a healthy source of guidance. So that was my outlet, but that was also what formed me and shaped me. And I thought, hey, I'm going to be a professional football player. And I was good enough to do that. Um, and I played football, you know, going into my, you know, 21, 22, 23. And then I opened up and then I had this idea um, to open up a web design company. And at 22, I would say that would be 10 years ago. When you really think about 10 years ago, opening up a website design company is actually pretty innovative. You didn't have all the, the templates and WordPresses and GoDaddies. I mean, you know, doing the $9.99 a month. I mean, you literally would have to pay a designer and programmer to create this website for you. And it was a really good niche business. Um, so I was actually working as an uh, insurance broker at the time. <laughs> Fun fact. And uh, I, was, I started up this company on the side. And um, I was, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I would be working. And then when I left work, I would be, you know, sending out emails, prospecting, trying to do all these things. Um, and here's how life works. When you put in the work, it's like sometimes the door just opens. Uh, anyways, I had a client, because uh, we also did video production, with the website design. So I had one client. She said, yo, Ryan, um, I know you do commercial videos and, and, you know, educational videos, but my daughter's getting married. And I said, okay. She said, would you film, uh, would you film my daughter's wedding? And my first response to her was, as long as she signs a contract that says if I don't screw it up, she's not going to sue me. <laughs> and, and the lady laughed. And um, anyways, I, I filmed that one wedding. And, uh, you know, at least over, I don't even know what the final number is, but at least over 350 weddings later, uh, that business was born. And I, that was my first company. Um, and it was called Q Digital Design. And uh, then after I grew that company, so I was about 23 turning 24 and went into my own business full time. Um, basically ran that uh, whole business for, for, you know, three to four years and got bought out by a larger company. And when I got bought out, I kind of said, well, what do I want to do? Took the job at a dealership, did really great things there, very innovative things, got a lot of press coverage, media coverage for what I did. And then now I'm talking to you another three and a half years later uh, via Reinhold's marketing. And that is it in, the, in a nutshell. And everything's kind of propelled to one thing. So um, when people say, find your niche, I, th I say, honestly, fuck that. <laughs> Screw the niche. I mean, you don't know where life is going to take you. You need to, to find yourself. And as life is taking you, uh, you know, be able to reprogram yourself, reinvent yourself, and re-innovate yourself as the life is taking you in your journey. Okay? So, don't market. Love people. People annoy the hell out of me all the time. I'm kind of an introvert that way. I mean, when it comes to business, you know, I'll put myself out there. But when it comes to my family and personal life, I'm very introverted. I love what I love and, to be quite frank, could care less about everything else. Um, but, you know, one thing I, I do have a respect for is humanity and, and people. And there's amazing people in this world. Um, you know, I've met amazing people. Um, I try to be an amazing person. I have literally so many people to thank for where I'm at today. And um, a lot of them I've tried to reach out to, some I can't find, but I know they know it in their heart. I mean, they've, they've, uh, they've impacted people. And I think that, 
you know, anybody who has a chance to impact somebody in a positive way, you should do it all the time and not for money. Who cares about the money? It's just something good to do. Um, but how does this all relate and tie into business? Well, <laughs> if you didn't get that part yet, um, I think you should maybe rewind and listen to that first chunk again. Uh, but how does it all relate and tie into, you know, stop marketing and love people and humanity is the sales pitch. It's really starting with yourself as an individual saying, bring this humility into your business strategy and the w same way you would treat people in the same way you would, you know, figure out somebody, get to know somebody is the same. Those are the same principles that you got to take over to your product or service and say, you know, coming from such a humble state, how would my product or service really benefit somebody? For instance, I own a marketing agency. Do you know how many marketing consultants there are? Business strategists, social media strategists, chief greeter strategists, you know, multidisciplinary strategists. I mean, my goodness. And every single client I have, they always ask me the same question. They're like, Ryan, we get so bogged down with all these sales pitches, all these marketing consultants, all these marketing companies sending us emails, telling us how they can grow our business and this and that. Like, help us sift through it. And I'm just like, my answer to them is this. No. <laughs> and they're just shocked because I'm like, still to this day, I will not pitch to a client. Um, all my clients have came to me. They found me. Um, I just not going to be that person that takes my briefcase, go send, go hands down a proposal. I don't do RFPs. I don't do requests for proposals. I ain't a cow that's looking to get branded with all the other 50 cows. Uh, you know, you want Walmart, there's Walmart out there. You want Versace. Well, you know, we're boutique and that's, that's just the way it is. Um, I just, I have this humility, but also this disdain for, you know, going out and just pitching, um, like, you know, whatever. And the, the reality is, is that if you do good work and, you know, you bring humanity into your marketing strategy or your business, people will gravitate to that. And all my business has literally been from a referral or from some sort of gravitation through somebody else. Social media has been a great conduit. It's been a great vehicle for that. It's allowed... Uh, you know, it's, a, it's allowed me to do uh, certain things and connect with certain people that I would have no shot at connecting with. And I'm really, really thankful for that. You know, that is the, the, the core reason as to why I want to start this podcast. And this podcast, and let me tell you this, there is no editing in this podcast. I literally, I did go out and invest in a great mic and, uh, you know, a little bit of equipment so that when you're listening to me, it doesn't sound like it's all choppy. But, you know, when you hear me stumble or you hear me stutter or you hear me, you know, backtrack or maybe I'm doing run-on sentences, I'm not editing this. This is real talk. You know, I got a little bit of music at the beginning. I got a little bit of music at the end. That's it. I just want to have a conversation. And the podcast for me, I'm keeping it real, is, is just a vehicle and a conduit to have a conversation with you guys. And I cannot, if you haven't started a podcast and you are looking for a great way to get whatever's in your weird head too out, do it. Just do it. Oh, I mean, I, I'm 11. I'm, this is only 11 episodes for me. Only 11 episodes. And I'm telling you, it is amazing. 
and people, I've got some messages. How have you made any money on the podcast? And then my message back to them is, do you breathe oxygen? And then they're like, question mark. And then I'm like, question mark. And then they're like, and then I'm like, emoji, thumbs up. How does this not make money? You're connecting with people. You're talking to people. You're, you know, every one of you that's on the treadmill in your car, um, maybe going to bed, maybe, you know, spending some time with your kids, maybe in the park, wherever you're listening to this, you know, on your bed, whatever, wherever you are, maybe in the toilet. We, we all use our phones in the toilet. Don't lie about that. Uh, I mean, thank you. Thank you. You are giving me a little bit of time of your day. Can you get any more than that? That is worth not money. That is worth so much more than money. Uh, you're giving me your time. You're, you can go and make more money and lose money. Your time, you, we are all on the clock. We're all on the clock. So thank you. So do the podcast. It's amazing. I love it. And I could probably do a lot more, but time permitting. Again, that whole time thing, okay? So humanity is the sales pitch because I think everybody, especially rolling into 2017 deep, you know, we have to really understand that, you know, there's so many products, so many services, so many pitches. You know, how are you going to be different? How are you going to be unique? You know, and how you do that, is something that I think is, uh, is, 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 is that, that's the golden ticket. And how are you going to be different? That's not, I don't know, should our logo be orange or should it be red or should it be blue or should it be, you know, let's change the I, let's change the T. Maybe our company's slogan isn't selling our customer. Really? Your slogan? You know, established since 1947? Don't give a crap. What are you doing for me, Mr. or Mrs. Company? As the customer, what value are you bringing to my life? Why should I even give you my number one asset, which is my time? So I'm not going to keep going on this podcast. It's going to be a little tidbit, but here's the ending question right now. And I want you to send your responses to info at ryanholtz.ca or hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat or Periscope at ryanholtz one And I want you to give me an answer to this question. And this is how I'm ending it off. Why should your customer or client give you their biggest asset, which is their time? Boom. As always, please rate this podcast on iTunes, Google Play. Hit me up on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Periscope at Reinholds1. And uh, be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and hit the blog at www.ryanholtz.ca as this is where I will put my almighty show notes. Peace and love, everybody. Boom, dick.